welcome back to Confess It, baby. It is Miami Music Week, baby. Ooh. So you already know we had to bring someone who is big in the nightlife scene, especially in Miami. And to top it all off, it is our first male guest because, yes, this is not only about women. Surprise, you thought. Please welcome Rodrigo Miami. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, hello. <laughs> happy to be here. Happy to be here. Rod, you are, you're, you consider yourself very special. You're the first man. You're opening the doors. You're breaking basically the a ice, celebrity. Breaking the ice for everybody else that's coming after you. I love it. <laughs> How are you feeling? Feeling nervous. Feeling nervous. Don't worry, it's gonna be great. Okay. This is going down in history right no. now. I hope you know <laughs> that. Is. It really is. Episode one. All right, so Rod, it's a it's a crazy week in Miami when this sure episode is. is gonna come out. So walk me through a little bit. You've been in the nightlife industry for 15 years. Tell sure. me how it all started. Uh, well, it started back in high school. I um, decided to start throwing parties with my friends, just trying to get a little popular in high school. You know how that goes. And one thing turned to another. When I got into college, um, I started taking out all my fraternity and sorority friends out to the clubs, live, story, and uh, I just blew up from there. And tell me a little bit about your company, So I started Night Out back in 2013. Um, I was in college, and I was still new to the game. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with my life or if promoting was even something that I wanted to continue once I graduated. And uh, my mentor at the time uh, told me I should open up my own promoting company and I did and night I was just the first thought that came to my head so perfect and then you also work for Guru Hospitality as well right yes so to actually come back full circle I started working for Guru when I was 21 years old and then I deviated into doing my own thing just to try to get a feel for the industry and just try to learn, you know, new things in different positions. And now I'm back, back working with Group. And Group has kind of evolved a lot, I feel like, yeah. since we were probably 21 to oh, all yes. the properties and everything that they have now. So they own all of Miami. Good. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. 100%. So you kind of just like fell into this, right? Something yeah, it wasn't enjoyed. planned. It just kind of happened. It just so. I, I do want to ask, though, because I feel like a lot of our viewers maybe are starting to get into the clubbing scene. What exactly is the role of a promoter? What, what yeah. do you guys do? What do you guys do? Especially you, because you take on a little bit of different roles. Right. So everybody has a different role in nightlife. You know, you have your first promoters that first come into the game, and, and their job is to bring as many girls as possible. You know, that's where we all start. How many girls can you bring? Do they look good? Can you host them? Can you keep the energy at the table? And you I'm have to do love that this episode. continuously. Oh, yeah. Every night of the week, you know, if you want to be a successful promoter, you have to work at least five nights of the week, you know, because that's the name of the game. You have to be outside. So you don't stop, basically. It's a never ending 24 seven job. And why just girls for you guys? Mm -hmm. So that's that's only at the at the starting. Right. So then after that, you have the promoters that can book tables, can bring clients. That's where the real money's at. You know, the more clients you bring in, the more money in your pocket. And when you guys start off, like, where are these girls coming from? Like, is it all social media? Well, I got lucky because I was, you know, I grew up here. So I had people from high school, college, university, locals that all knew me. So they would always all hit me up to go out. And when it comes to actually having the guys side of it and the clients, how does that navigate through? You just, just meet people on night out. Like, how does that work? Yeah, you just have to network. Every night that you go out, you just have to think to yourself, I need to find somebody that's going to come out to the club maybe tomorrow maybe the following week and spend some money and you have to stay there the whole time at the club while they're there yeah 
That's the name of the job. Are you you have to tired? host them. Are you tired? Oh, I'm exhausted sometimes, but <laughs> I'm tired just hearing this. You I know. know. <laughs> there's times where I'll be I'll be home just ready to go to sleep, and boom, my phone will hit me up. Hey, I want to go to story tonight. And you have to just have have to go to get story. Up, get dressed. Go to work. Wow. And the energy is not the same as before. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. When I was 21, I was cranking it. I was up all day, all night, no sleep, six, seven days a week. That's insane. Oh, no. Now, if I drink once, I'm I'm hurt for two, three days. <laughs> Longest time. <laughs> you hurt for a few months. Basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. I just want to hurl at the thought. So you also do dinner parties, right? Yeah. Okay, so tell me a little bit more of like your role now, present day. So I host a lot of dinner parties now. What are those? Week. Uh, Mao, at Playa, Komodo, oh. a lot. Um, and these places just allow me to bring girls give them dinner, drinks, and then we go upstairs, you know, preferably if the, if the lounge has one. And from the time that you started in this industry till now, I feel like that's probably one of the things that have changed because you really, dinner parties weren't that popular back no, then, they, right? No, they really weren't popular back then. I think now a lot of restaurants are, are seeing that promoters can really help them get off the ground, especially new ones, and, and get people through the door. Whether it's free or not, it's still publicity and an advertisement for, for the venue. So when you bring these groups of girls to the club and the restaurants, is it the restaurant that's paying to host Absolutely. them or someone else? Oh, you see, I had a misconception there. Really? What I always think? thought it was maybe like a rich guy or some rich people that there could be buy some, a table. Because you could probably have a client that's like bring girls around. Where, where clients will ask me, hey, I'm, I want to go to dinner. Can you bring a couple of girls with yeah. you to have dinner with? For sure. So but really usually depends. it's like the actual restaurant. That's but like, usually, yeah, it's the actual restaurant that, that feeds us. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be influencers or anyone with a following. Raw doesn't discriminate, baby. It's <laughs> anybody of my choosing. Yeah. Any, you know. What is your choosing? What is your choosing? What does that specify? Well, Tell me the truth. Raw is actually so very I've been doing nice. dinners for a very yeah. long time now. When I first started, I used to just let anybody come to these dinners. I'm talking about if I saw that you were hot or had a big following, I would invite you to these dinners. But mm -hmm. as time goes on, you realize that these dinners are an opportunity to like get to know these girls and like maybe work together. Yeah. So when I... When I go to dinner, I try to invite girls out that I know I'm going to be able to have a conversation with about like, hey, what are you doing with your life? How can we work together? Instead of just, hey, come eat dinner and look pretty and just eat all the food for free. So yeah. there's you substance know? Take there. a picture. There's substance. I yeah. love that. Thanks. Yeah, you never know who you're going to meet. We're going to get right. deep later. <laughs> oh, it's coming, baby. We're oh, going to no. get real deep. We're going to confess it. <laughs> We're going to uh, confess it. This is water, by the way. <laughs> On brands in the night out cup. Are you oh, sure yeah. that's water? That's not Absolutely. very on brand. Absolutely. He brought it out. He's like, wait, you guys need Why jokes? do I not have one? <laughs> he offered if you wanted something. I did. I'm being discriminated. I got rejected. <laughs> um, besides the dinner parties, what would you say has also kind of changed throughout the years in the industry? Um, there's definitely a lot more promoters now. Back in the day when I used to promote, there was only a handful of promoters that people actually knew and went out with. Nowadays, I feel like it's, it's an industry that's growing and everybody that enjoys going on partying is trying to pursue a career after it now and is trying to see if they can be that person, you know, in the years to come. And when it comes to the crowds that you guys mostly see, is it a lot of like tourists or do you guys have a yeah, lot of Yeah, the crowd is definitely not the same as it was before COVID. I think it's definitely declined a little bit, but I mean, that's just... That's just how yeah. it is. You know, we'll it, it has its up. ups and downs. Yeah. yeah. Has there ever like now that it's spring break i know i'm shaking it is so cold in here now that it's spring break 
All of a sudden, I looked at <laughs> No, I'm like talking. Teeth are shut. And I. <laughs> same, same. Oh. It's spring break. Uh, there's colleges oh, yeah. having spring break yeah. back to back. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you ever see any catty fights between the girls that you invite? Because I'm sure it can get clicky, you know, if you have, like, two girls from, like, the gossip group and then two girls from Idaho and two girls from, you know, yes, I Miami Get Lakes. her off the table. I want Does not off ever, the ta- table. Get her you know? off of the, like, girl, the, girls, the can, be girls de- can be catty. It definitely <laughs> gets like that, especially when I bring out my local girls that are used to just being at the table by themselves, nobody touching them. Mm. During this time of year, it's it's a little touchy because they want to come out, but they also don't want to be surrounded by 20 right. other girls, yeah. you know, trying to sit at the table as well. Does it ever happen that you mix a bachelorette group with just your normal? I used everyday? to do that all the time. That was my favorite thing to do. Wow them up. You I would be like, all right, fire. one bachelorette here, one bachelor here. You guys share the table. Good luck. Wow. And they don't have to pay for, any, for anything. No. That's one thing I don't do. I, I, I can't charge girls like What's the difference between, you know, now that we're talking about bachelorettes, in Vegas, there's a bunch of promoters as well. They always hit right. you up whenever you put the hashtag. They slide into your DMs. Yeah. What's the difference between the Vegas promoters and Miami? Because I, in, in my mind, the, the first thing that different. comes to mind. I yeah. feel like in Vegas, it's more quantity and Miami is more quality. Mm. You know, Miami promoters, we, we have to be very selective because the tables are not big and we only get one. In Vegas, those venues are massive, so they don't care. Who comes in? They just want to get people in the door to fill them up. Because Vegas has about, I don't know, 10 to 12 clubs. Every night they're open. And every night they need masses of people to they're fill up that space. huge, too. The spaces yeah. are humongous. Yeah. So yeah. Where you go? So in, in Vegas, they can offer a bachelor group a table. Here you go. Free table on the house. As to where in Miami, it's a little bit smaller. So we got to monetize those tables. So sometimes you have to turn down bachelorettes. Yeah. Or just offer them to buy a table. You know, sometimes they do. You know. Depends. What? Do they get a discount? <laughs> Depends. <Huh>? Not really. <laughs> no. Okay. Not how really. do you How do you go about saying no to some girls that might want to go to the club? With oh, their it's friends? very easy. No. I just say no. Guest <laughs> list is full. Cool. This guy. Guest list is full. He's done it to me. He's done it to me. But you never. But you never lie about it. Like no, no. If I if I can get if I can get somebody in, I get somebody in. Yeah. He'll be straight up. Yeah. But if it's if it's something that I can't control, which happens a lot especially now during miami music week i just say no you know wow yep. well you, I you've do done that to me in i've told you no before yes you told me no before and i still found my way in i was like hey with the <laughs> dj did. this time she's always with the dj <laughs> she's always with the dj <laughs> no those, not shit. always not always you no, know not that time you no, know I them don't. all you're like bff no, with diplo not that time she no, had a fine that guy that time <laughs> only that time talking about? i haven't had one time <laughs> only one time Seriously. you guys are the ones that are into clubbing so i'm following the lead and trying to play it cool. that's true that's true she has a bad experience in I, clubbing listen you know so me she's from trying athletes. to learn a lot from so, you because she has a very bad experience i was a former chubby girl that loved partying mm-hmm. i still love partying but she's i'm older so it hurts so i there <laughs> i've had my fair share of you know bad experiences, bad experiences and getting discrimination discrimination not directly to my face but you know like we're at capacity and then you know like i talked about in a previous episode my cuban chifa (laughs) i stuck around to kind of see okay is he lying to me and they obviously let hundreds of people after me and i didn't take it the wrong way there i was just like oh like but you know at the end of the day you go home and you kind of reflect and you're like damn like 
it's because I don't look like the rest of those girls. Yeah. But I'm a better time than those girls because no por nada, pero some of those girls don't even dance. They yeah. just, they just, just sit at the table on their phone. And I'm like, if you're going to go to the club and get phone. it for free, at least be hype, you know? Like, yeah. hype up the crowd, hype up the guys you're with. They go to post, like, their bottles, whatever, so, tag the place. And obviously, like, I'm asking that question um, because I've always wondered, and I, I need that closure, Rodrigo. I need that closure. What's the question? I mean, would I be allowed into the club now? Absolutely. Right, I made it. You made it. I made it. Miami so that, certified. I'm not gonna Miami go to the club. certified. <laughs> I'm the the place that didn't let you in. Now they'll let you in. <laughs> maybe, maybe right. With your helmet, yeah, maybe Rod is at the door. We're not gonna hey, name, you we're said not gonna quality. You said quality. She didn't want to name it last time either. Yeah, I know. People I don't ask name, me, I don't they're like, "Which one is?" It? I'm like, honestly, I actually didn't even ask you. La Coacha. <laughs> I never made it Do there. You, okay, now you've been in this industry for 15 years. Oh, I used to work at the Cove. <laughs> I used to do La Covacha Thursdays. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cove, La Covacha Thursdays. That I was, was too promoted young. All La Covacha Thursday was like, the move. Never you never me. experienced. I never. If you knew how to salsa, you were there. If you knew how to dance, you didn't even you were know. There. You didn't even know. Like you didn't even have to know how to dance to have a good time at La Covacha. My yeah. mom never let it me was go. A great time. I would alternate. <laughs> I would do La Covacha Thursdays, and then sometimes I would go to Reno's Thursdays. So I, I would alternate. Reno's. Reno's, Reno's was an familiar. old staple from. Back in my day, I'm not going to say what year. Wait, Reno's, Reno's. That was it? Was that 2013? the two-floor kind of banquet hall? Yeah. yeah. I so it was owned by one. one of my fraternity brothers. That's where the... the Jimmy. I went like freshman year. <laughs> the SIGEP strip show? Was yes, strip yes, show? yes. The SIGEP fashion show. The, oh, I don't know. Fashion show. show. I like the strip show better, that term. <laughs> like, what show was that? that I'm Dude, it was so good. It was a great time. And honestly, I feel like that show gave it a good name. The the actual Reno's For location. Sure. It made it known. For sure. Hundreds of girls I don't think ago. that that ever like was a thing when I was in school. I, I think went it's 2014. That, it stopped like 2012. Right my, after my after I graduated with 2014. So 2013 mm-hmm. was the last day. I yeah. came in 2014. That's why. Yeah. Mm. It was a great time. I went to two of them. It was fun. And it was insane because all of of these guys, (laughs) they would train for months and eat extremely healthy. And then the day of the show, they had like a donut picture on on the runway. Oh, yeah. 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 So I'm assuming all of these events that, you know, that you partook in during college led to making a lot of friendships and a lot of connections that you used and basically built your way into the top of the the ladder. Uh, Of the food chain. If you're you're with (laughs) group, you made it pretty much. The guy owns everything. Shout Half of Miami. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised shout he out has... Dave. Yeah, shout out to you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Uh, and you're, the food in your restaurants is delicious, so if you ever want to invite me to a Listen, dinner party... I'm still waiting to get a, a freaking meal sponsored, but it's okay. We'll get there. Uh, Komodo. Komodo <laughs> Fridays. I think Komodo we deserve Fridays. one, considering the fact that he's our first male guest. Yeah, we should. But we don't like sharing. Yeah. Just okay. us. Yeah, I don't want It'll be a table. private experience. Yes, private dinner. Private experience. Yes, private yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. We have the following. Jen has the following. <laughs> My Instagram blew up. Have we blew seen up. it? Together we have the following. I, I didn't see it, but a couple of my friends sent them to me. Oh, Jen. They're like, yo, Jen's blowing up. Your friends are sending you her page, but we're not receiving any invites. So what's yeah, going on here? We're still waiting for invites, but it's all good. It's going to come. <laughs> How are you guys going to blow up without her? Listen, what has been <laughs> the craziest thing you've ever seen on the job? On the job? I mean, can we get rated R here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can please, get rated R please. here. We love Jason, you. cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen it just about everything. You know, 15 years, you see everything, right? So uh, I won't name the club, okay. you know, of yeah. course. But uh, I used to be a, a host there. 
And so one day I'm just uh, coming back from the bathroom and I see a, a girl walking in uh, through the office. And uh, shortly after she walks away, a condom falls down. And uh, yeah, let's just leave it. And she there. was just wearing like a dress and it just like. Yeah. It got stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, it got stuck, in, stuck there. in there. She just kept walking like nothing. Yeah, me and the security kind of like looked at each other. She like, probably didn't even notice. Damn, no one told her? <laughs> hey, you dropped something. No, hey, you dropped just... something. <laughs> I think the U.S. were pretty much in shock by that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, what and is that? And that's cra- one of the craziest I things. Mean, craziest I mean, yeah. I would have to say. <laughs> Look at oh his smirk. I know there's more. Can't give more details. Can't. Yeah. <gasps> but I've seen, I've seen tourists uh, trying to fuck on the dance floor at Live and Story. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've you seen see that all the time, you know. I've seen that. It's crazy. I usually try to catch them on my story. I've seen like a little, you know, rub dub going on and like, you know, making out obviously, but like only up to there. I've right. seen nothing else. It's just Miami's one of these cities that you can really people watch and observe and it's amazing. I realize watch. how crazy human beings can be. But most of the time they're like tourists, they're not locals. You'd be surprised. Really? I feel like when I'm people watching a club or something, they don't look like locals. You can kind of sometimes it, it's, tell. It's usually the tourists because yeah. they're like, nobody's watching. Nobody's Nobody watching. Nobody's cares. watching. Exactly, exactly. It's kind of yeah. like us when we go on a cruise. Yeah, nobody's, exactly. nobody's watching. Nobody cares. Everyone's watching. It's kind of like when I go out of town. <laughs> yeah. What does nobody that mean? <laughs> what you've been doing. He, ro- he travels a lot. What has been like the your favorite place you've traveled to so far? Uh, Thailand. Really? By Ooh. far. Hands Wait, down. you've been multiple times already. Four times already. Holy shit. Since. Yeah. Does the pay as a promoter like does it you know bring you this nice luxurious lifestyle? lifestyle? <laughs> um, I would say the connections definitely help you know because I do get discounts and, and stuff for free all the time from different places. But yeah, it's a very it's a very good pay if you do it consistently you and know. for a long time. And you have the reputation too. Yeah, it comes with a reputation. And I'm sure you meet a lot of celebrities and famous tons people. Yeah. Is it normal at this point? It is. I don't get faced by it anymore unless it's like somebody that I'm like never seen before or somebody that I like really wanted to meet. But at this point, I've honestly met so many people that it's just another person. Are to you meet. at a point where any of them recognize you already, like by name? A couple of them, yeah. Wow. A lot of football players, for sure. Yeah, a lot of athletes. Because <laughs> they always hit you up for, like, tables. I can't be and... around him when there's athletes around. Why? Because they start hitting him. They, they sure do. Dude, that's a good and thing. And I'm like, this is... And then I tell them who he is. That's a good thing. And then they back off, though, because they respect you. Who are you? <laughs> like, this is my ex. He's like, oh. <laughs> what? He's like, is it going to come out or what? Yeah, like, let's just no, get to No, but they it. all respect him. They, they're like, I heard you're his ex. So they just, like, back Cats off. Cats out the bag. Yeah. So wait, you are his ex. Yeah. And like people respect that because they know. Yeah, me. yeah. Whenever he has a client or something. I'm just so in awe right now yeah. by this nightlife scene. <laughs> are there girl promoters? There are. There's a few of them. There's a few of them what that are, are pretty, the, pretty good. What are the like requirements? Same as the guys' requirements. You got to bring girls, bring clients. You can bring all your little sisters from DeFi-E. <sighs> On 19 of my littles. All of your littles. And no, but littles, it, littles. It, it does sound like a fun job and a good opportunity. I, can, I think yeah, like when I think of someone like a realtor maybe that is always mm-hmm. looking for networks and connections, it might be a good opportunity for them to get into that scene. But I also feel like the start of it is a little complicated. It's, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, when I, used to, when I started, I couldn't get more than five girls to go out with me. But that was just the name of the game. You had to go out. You had to meet people and convince them that you were a good time. Are you always sliding into girls' DMs? All the time. You're always working. Do you copy and paste or is it? 
copy yes, paste. Yes, copy paste. Yeah. So it's not I've got some of those. Sometimes I send them the schedule. <laughs> sometimes I invite them on okay. the boat. Sometimes yeah. I invite them to dinner. On a boat? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Listen, the boat is very exclusive because I don't even make that More cut all the time. More exclusive than the dinner parties? The yacht is very the most exclusive. So there's invite. promoters for boats as well. I mean, it depends. Like, if you're at that level, who's paying that you for have. this? The clients. Uh, the clients are 100. percent So it's that's once you have clients, then you kind of serve as a promoter for the client itself. Wow, I feel like I haven't lived in Miami. Yeah, where have I been? You basically want to be the one-stop shop for everybody that comes into town. Yeah. You want to be able to give them everything from exactly. A through Z, whatever they need. You you want to be the guy that facilitates it for them. Yeah, so they'll reach out to him, someone like his company, they'll slide into their DMs. The least, and then he the least amount of people a rich guy has to call, the better. Yeah. If he can just call one person and that one just person happens. can do everything for him, then his life is You're easier. You're like a party planner. Everything. I'm a life planner. A life planner. How many <laughs> people do you have like planner. under your, like with you and your team night out? Um, I have about six to eight promoters right now working for me. Okay. I do have uh, two girls Maybe three working now. under me. I met one, I think. You met Anna. Met Anna, Anna Powell. She's great. Super she's nice. One of, she's met her at dinner. a gem. I got lucky to find her because she is an absolute wonder. Yeah. Do girls, nice. do girls um, react better to an invitation from a guy promoter or a girl promoter? I think a guy. It depends. It depends because obviously uh, if a girl finds you attractive, she's going to want to go out with you. I want to go out with that guy. I think he's hot. But if a girl invites you out, then it's more friendlier. And you know that you're going to be safe. You know, you're going out with another girl. She's going to look out for you. There's going to be other girls there. Hmm, interesting. For some reason, I would find a more sketchy girl. Be like, I think it's like, yeah, because you, you always assume. Crazy, you hear crazy stories. I mean, I work the news, obviously, like I heard crazy stories like that. They're like, hey, come, we're going to have a good time. And it's a girl inviting, or they're swingers. Like, usually, as in a swinger situation. <laughs> so, girls, I'm scared of girls. I prefer like a promoter guy than a girl. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, I've seen some crazy things at 11 to the point where I can't even concentrate afterwards. I'm just like, yeah. whoa, what did I witness? Like yeah. that last time, I witnessed like five different things that night. Yeah. Craziest Enough thing at 11 I've ever witnessed is somebody blowing $500,000 in singles. $500,000. Was it a celebrity? No. It was uh, back in the day when crypto was popping. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those crypto kings. 500000 What does that even look like? It's stocks. It was a bathtub filled to the top with singles. And then they you couldn't out see the, the floor. Bathtub? You couldn't see. They bought a bathtub. Who brings that? You couldn't, you they couldn't bring even. Themselves? The club. The club supplies it. They had a stripper inside of the bathtub and it was covered in singles up to her neck. Sounds like a wild night. The club is like a bank. Yeah. But you know what I was thinking? I feel like because you mentioned, oh, a celebrity with that much money. Sometimes the people that you think has the most money, they're not. They never spend. They never spend. And B, they're not always celebrities. It's a normal person who probably started a startup or a good company or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's not lawyers. It's the not big doctors, celebrities usually no. never spend because they get everything for free. Yeah. They've you know, they, yeah. They're used God. to just coming like, into the club mm-hmm. and hosting, you know? Jesus. I feel like you've seen it all. So yeah. much experience. Around so much culturing you. How about like the what we were talking about earlier, the pool parties? It's mm-hmm. Miami Music Week, yeah. so oh, it's yes. more than just the nightclubs. Jen knows all about oh, pool yeah. parties. She's I got perfect attendance. This. I love pool parties. I don't know what this year's looking like for me, but I love pool well, parties. Well, you better get to it. SLS. There's, I don't know. I might have to Saturday, work. most likely. We'll Saturday. See. We'll see, because I kind of got to work. You have to go out there, girl. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But Rod, when it comes to Miami Music Week, it's like one of the busiest weeks for you guys. So walk me through like what the planning process for that week is like for you guys. Uh, well, we start planning for this weeks ago. You know, we, we plan events because during March, it's also spring break. So mm-hmm. shit ton of tourists are in town. So the more events, the more money we, we make. 
So we've been planning this for about two, three weeks already. We have events every night of the week, every day of the week. And it's just nonstop, 24-7. And dinners too. So it's first dinner and then party. Yeah. On the weekend, it's great. my day looks like I wake up, go to the gym, go straight to the pool party, come home, small nap, go to dinner, hit the club, come home, tinier nap, wake up, do it all over again. I love, look at how hard he's smiling right now. And that's seven days a week. <laughs> he's so proud. Jeez. I mean, dude, that's a lot. It's the Super Bowl for us, yeah, you know, especially yeah. for nightlife because That's this like is your when all week. the biggest clients and biggest names are in town. So this is our time of the year to really make our money. Yeah. And Obviously. I know you'll be able to rest a little bit more next month. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. going on a vacation. Hibernation. Yes, he goes on a vacation. So are you fully booked already for, for this week? Yeah. Wow. But I'm sure, you know, if there's girls out there that want to. Actually, this is coming out on Wednesday, so they still have time to hit you up. Oh, there's absolutely no guest lists. Yeah. <gasps> no, no guest list this week. So don't hit him up. Don't <laughs> hit him up. Don't slide through the DMs. No, Rod is very welcoming. You can slide into his DMs. Right? I've, you know, <laughs> no, you give me that. No I, comment. I, do, I do think you're one of the nicer promoters because yeah. some of them are a little bit unapproachable. It's kind of um, intimidating mm-hmm. to approach a, a promoter sometimes. and Every time I meet yourself. girls from out of here that are from like Missouri yeah. or anywhere in the Midwest, or else, oh my God, you're the most normal promoter I've ever met. <laughs> They're usually creepy. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> so you don't because they know could what be, that means. They could be creepy or like try to hit on you and you yeah. feel uncomfortable. Or they could be just plainly mean. A lot of these Instagram pages that the promoters run post the same flyer seven times back to back, no caption, just hashtags. And at least from my perspective, it does come off a little sketchy. And the first thing that comes to my mind is, oh my God, is it a sex trafficking scam? Is it? (laughs) Yeah. It sounds funny, but like you never know. And then it's a good way, if you think about it, it's a good way to like lure you into a place. And yeah. So, how do you go about that? Like, how do you promote your business? Um, well, Instagram obviously was a big key in growing my business when I was younger. Nowadays, it's more personal. I use my phone for everything. It's permanently attached to my hands all the times. And it's just about personal connections at this point. So you don't even post anything. It's just I, reaching out to your I post a flyer like once and that's it. Yeah, like After, on your story, not even you know, on your and, feed. And that's just to get maybe a couple of girls here and there. But most of, most of the traffic is coming through my phone. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. You're at a point yeah, where you don't even need to need promote. To well, you still do because you need to keep those connections solid. You know, you need to reach out to clients and to friends and to people that go out all the time just to be like, hey, you know, I'm here, whatever you need. Yeah, this going on and all of that. Is there ever a time you have to tell those clients to like slow down that you have to give opportunities to other people? Like the ones no, that No, there's nights where I have six to seven clients yeah. in one place and I just have to bounce be around the around. table like a little rabbit. Just be okay. <laughs> Right. Need anything? Yeah, he's just moving around. What a job. It's definitely exciting. You know, once you get to, to where I'm at right now, because you get to do a lot of more things, you have more um, more leadway to do different things. What's the dating life like when you're in an industry like this? It's tough. It's Why? It's challenging because oh you're surrounded by beautiful women 24-7, whether it's on boats or at the club. And... Finding a girl that's open-minded to that, to, you know, you being out so late and surrounded by women and alcohol, it's it's tough. Do women throw themselves at you or, like, promoters a lot on your team? They do. They do. They do. What does that feel like? <laughs> um, I feel like we're in a therapy session. No, because... 
<laughs> I want to like, like, let's say if I was a guy, like, I want to know what a guy would think, like how they feel if they have like a woman. Because us, well, my we young don't know ourselves kind of the guy. My, my young guys love it. They, they love think it. they're hot shit. You know, they'll come to the club with their chains and, and their fancy outfits and they love it when they got girls on them, you know. So when I was younger, definitely it was that was one of the main reasons why I loved the job so much. because I was like, I'm surrounded by all these beautiful women all the time. Yeah. What it's there not to like. But now that I'm older, I, you know, the age gap is is growing because girls my age aren't really at the club anymore. Yeah. Yes, I'm 30. So <laughs> once you get over that little hump, it, you see life differently and it's. It's challenging to find those. I mean, I'm not looking for that kind of girl at the club. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But you can find love at the club. Do you think that? I don't think so. No? Why? No, I don't think so. Why? You found me at Patio? <gasps> no, that's not true. Are we going to talk about true. this right now? That's not true. Do not find me at Patio. Where did you find me? You found me at Patio. At FIU. Instagram or Facebook or something. At FIU. Let's keep Facebook. it nice. FIU, FIU. <laughs> it was Patio. FIU in GC. Outside of me. I saw you in GC. That's what it was. No, I never went to campus, so <laughs> wasn't it. You had graduated by then. Um, so really, you don't believe in finding love at a club? Not anymore. Do you think you feel that way because maybe you've dated someone you've met in the club scene that has broken your heart? Maybe. Tell us maybe. more. It wasn't me, guys. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm sure it wasn't me. <laughs> I just, uh, man, that's a tough question. Um, I don't think that I would want to date someone that's always at the club, you know? And if I'm meeting somebody on a Wednesday or a Thursday at the club, it's like, why are you in the club right now? Yeah. You know? What Maybe if they're, they're just celebrating a birthday? Yeah, for a special occasion. There, there, there's, there's, they're like, I never come out of hibernation, but here I am for my friend's birthday. You that, never that, know. That could happen. Yeah. Rarely, but it can happen. Hey, you can find love anywhere. What do you unexpected say? Places. She found it at Blackbird. I found well, it at Blackbird. Wow. Yeah. What's well, a bar? Yeah, but it doesn't that's matter. It doesn't matter. Well, our it's other still, friend found it at. You could find it at Komodo. Or Liv. <laughs> our other friend Angie. Not. Oh, Angie, the night Angie. we were at Liv. Yep. She, she's dating a guy that the night we went to Liv last time we went for a bad bunny. Yeah, yeah. The guy, the table. That I threw you guys up on the yes. table. I was like, yeah, hey, you guys go yeah. up there. Yeah, she's in that table, him. she's dating one of the guys from that table place, and it's it possible. worked out exactly. It's do you feel like you are in a place in life where you want to settle with someone serious? Maybe not that you find at the club, but, you know, a good girl that... If you were to find a good girl, would you yeah. be open to oh, 100%. settling down? 100%. My mom already wants to have grandkids. She's been pushing that for years now. So, But, yeah, I definitely do want to settle down and, and, and find somebody to, to start growing a family with, um, preferably outside of the nightlife industry, you know. How do you think that's going to work? You know, you, you say you work five days of the week, so you're always out all night. Yeah. What do you think? Like, what's, what's, how would you compromise? You need someone that works night shift at the hospital like or something. Like a nurse. Like, <laughs> a nurse, a nurse if, would be if ideal. If we have any <laughs> listeners that are nurses and single, Rodrigo is open. Slide Hit him up. DMs. Don't ask for invites to the club. He's going to get red. <laughs> Very challenging uh, schedule, so no yeah. compromising. Very, no, a lot, the, lots the overnight of compromising. Shift. You know how much money they make? Mm-hmm. You guys will bank together. Bank. Mm-hmm. And then travel because they get like four days off. And then it fits the brand night out. Because technically they're out too. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, definitely searching for that one. Um, but right now just, you know. Just living. Living my life. That's the way it's going to be. saving, investing. Has, you know. has there been moments where you meet a good girl and they're just absolutely not understanding about it? Absolutely. Yeah. It actually right off ha- the bat. Uh, no, they always 
give it a chance. Yeah. But after maybe like a couple of weeks or a couple of days of seeing my stories, um, they, you know, they just run away. Run Is it mostly based off of trust issues or because you're not around to spend? It, it's more? a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. Even though you don't give them a reason to have trust issues, they still... I mean, it Jen? is hard. Why it is hard. <laughs> I don't think I had that bad trust issues. I don't think it was that bad. It wasn't annoying. So, we lasted a long time. It wasn't that bad. I mean, listen, it is, I it is a little complicated him. because, you know, as girls, we know how other girls can be. And like you said earlier, girls sometimes throw themselves on guys. Yeah. So it's not necessarily you that you they're not trusting. Trust the it's girls. just the environment you're in. And I have the same problem with, with my boyfriend yeah. sometimes, you know, like. He's, Especially, I think your boyfriend's a little bit more friendlier than rod yeah he's really friendly and i get it because you're selling your brand you're selling you know in his case he's selling his comedy shows he wants people to to buy and follow yeah and it's also based on personality and it's hard sometimes to not not necessarily trust but to trust the people he's surrounding himself with and as a girl you know who is niña de casa yo soy niña de casa (laughs) little angel we love those we love those cue the little angel on top it is it is hard sometimes to put yourself in that person's shoes because of the fact you're not really experiencing experiencing their job their role so it is complicated but i i'm sure you'll find someone like me that understands Mm -hmm. and is willing to Hey, there's someone out there for everyone. I I don't like going out that much. And ever since I started dating my boyfriend, it's like I'm willing to compromise because I know he likes being out. And I do like being out, too, just not to that extent of five times a week. For sure. Especially if you were to have like a job that needs a lot of you. It definitely takes a toll. It takes a toll and you need to to be able to compromise and work on the schedules. But that's what makes a relationship work, too. You know, you have to understand your partner's role in life. And Mm -hmm. this is your job. It's not a hobby. You do this to pay for this beautiful home that we're so grateful to be in yeah. today <laughs> we, we're basically couch surfing at we this are point. literally couch surfing <laughs> we go from couch to couch uh so it's nice to be able to have a job and a career that mm-hmm. sustains this lifestyle which yeah. is yeah. always nice you want a partner that can that can do that for sure mm-hmm. provide yeah not just the outings but i don't see myself thing. doing this job forever also yeah, yeah that was my next question i feel like i have a good amount of years left, but I also don't want to be doing it, you know, after, I don't I'm not going to give you a number because I don't want to set know. that number, yeah, yeah, yeah. but in my head, I already have like a target goal where I just, I want to slowly retire out of, if you know, if you call it that, <laughs> mm-hmm. retire out of the nightlife industry and hopefully my company and the people that I have working for me can just, you know, take it on after me. I love that. love that for you. But I do want to find someone before I do that. <laughs> That's going to be the last thing on your to-do list before you do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Really, that's the cap on it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. There's hope. There's hope. Well, there's always hope, of there's course. Hope. There's always going to be someone out there for everyone, obviously. Did you just turn 30 this year? 31. Oh, so you're 31. We're on the way to 32, actually. It's coming up. Ooh, we're right there behind you. I am, not you. No, I turned I 28 this year. I still got some time for my 30s. Yeah, I'm Just a little baby I, of the group. I turned 30 this year. Maybe I'll hit you up for a club. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 30, 30. Yeah. I specialize yeah. Can I bring 30 girls? You can bring 30, 35, 40. No, no, no. no 30, November, for 30. 30 for 30. 30 for 30. Maybe. 30 for 30. If I'm lucky, I can get to 30. I don't 30. think there's like enough space on a VIP table for 30 bitches. You know, one time when I, when I turned 23 years old, I threw my party at this club called Mia in, mm-hmm. on Biscayne back in the day. And I brought 30 girls all wearing red. 
we had a party bus and I had 30 girls all wearing red dresses. Friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were oh, close okay. friends yeah. from like school and everything. Were you invited? No, I wasn't. I didn't know him back then. Oh. I met Wait. him already. When did it? It was five years ago. So you were like in your late 20s. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. This so, is when, when we first then. started partying. Mm-hmm. Damn, the beginning of time. Did the you ever experience Moe's in the Grove? Of course. All the time. Would you consider that a bar or a club? Ooh, that's a bar. That's yeah, a bar. I that's a bar. Vibes. You went to most. It's a big no, bar. I've heard of it. Oh, that was lit. Yeah. Now, I feel like my time, there was things popping off, but like your times were better. Yeah. I like mean, it has iconic places. 2011, 2012, the Grove was amazing. You had Whiskey Wednesdays. Um, you had, what's the other place called? Uh, like, don't ask me. No, <laughs> it's just a homebody. Right, right, right. 2011, 2012, your girl was in high school. I was hopping. So your house frogs, parties, Mr. Frogs, Mr. Frogs yeah. in, in the Grove too. I mean, the Grove was lit. There was this uh, club on the third floor by where Chili's was. What was the oh, name? Central. Dude, Central. That one. I celebrated a birthday there. Oh my god! And yeah, it in the was plaza. so fun. Halloween there was so epic. Fun. Yeah, because they had the block party. Yeah. But the Grove has come back to life. It has. The it Grove. Has is extremely back and it's popping really i feel like now it's when i'm exploring it more but i never explored it i mean before. there was nothing there was to, nothing explore to explore there before it really wasn't it was mm. dead sunset's dead now the only thing they have going for them is boogies yeah do you ever go to those types of bars or it's just strictly well i work clubs. every it's night bougie, so bougie place <laughs> listen going out for wow. me it's like it's if work. i have an off night not I'm, even to gramercy i'm not no, no. he's not gonna go if i'm if i'm not getting paid to go out i am not leaving yeah. the house I am wow. staying on this beautiful couch that I have. Unless you're TV. going on a date with someone. Unless I'm going on a date. Yeah, he'll make the sacrifice for that. But <laughs> guess I'm gonna have to go. Listen, girls other never than understand this. that I always sacrifice my time to hang out. It's like I am busy, and if I'm not busy, I'd rather be sleeping. So it's like when I go out on a date, I expect like your full attention. So when girls are like on their phone or or taking videos or pictures, I'm like. That happens a lot. Would you say? It happens sometimes, you know, and in my head, I'm like. Not the one. Next. Oh, fuck. Maybe you need Ladies, to Ladies, are you listening? The... Don't fucking do that <laughs> at the table. You need to change the type of girl you're, you're taking out on these days. <laughs> I've Is tried, that you never know? I mean, like... You know, not that I've tried everything. In the world, <laughs> I've tried everything. Listen, we, we've gotten sophisticated. You know, <laughs> I've tried going for lawyers or nurses and stuff like that. But the schedule is honestly, like, the biggest obstacle. Because they work all day and I work all night. Yeah, I do feel maybe you guys can agree with me that dating gets extremely harder as you as you grow up. Oh yes, one hundred percent. I don't know what it is because you would think, oh, you know, they're more responsible. They have their or schedules are more filled up. But you have more things. Yeah, you're more busy. And I also feel like we're a little pickier. We know what we want, so it's as soon as we see every experience just makes you pickier. And in another way too, like we we got to go out there and mingle. And sometimes we just want to stay home. We don't want to do shit. So that's another thing. Do you thing. feel for girls sometimes when you see, like, the guys coming up to them at the club? Oh, all and... the time. Sometimes I have to play bodyguard. <laughs> uh, actually, <laughs> this happened on Monday night. I was at work, and this girl that I brought, she was like, grab me, quick, grab me. Pretend like you're dancing with me. And I said, why? She goes, this old man right here is trying to talk to me. Wow. So I was uh, just pretending to dance okay. with her for a good two minutes. And, and you can't was, really tell the guy anything. He was just looking at us. You know, to make sure that we actually knew each other and we were dancing. And then he walked away. She's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. You saved me. Oh, my gosh. These are the things that kind of make me cringe. But this is why they love going out with me because I'm always that bodyguard. Unless you're spending at my table and you're a guy, you're not coming in. 
Yeah. I'm, you're not talking to anybody. And you're on my looking table. out. Yeah, he's looking out for his people and his table. Yeah, because I've the few times that I've gone out. I mean, not a few times. I have gone. I don't want you guys to think I'm extremely boring. No, she's I'm not, always I'm out. out. I think she goes out more than me at this point. But yeah, no, lately I have. But Jen's a true a abuelita. So exactly. I do feel, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, my God. I've had COVID so many times that I feel like I have no brain cells left. <laughs> brain damage. Hold on. I'll come back. I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. Wow, I completely left. It's okay. Almost okay. 30. In the meantime, if anything, like, I'll edit your shit in. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. if any girl out here or any clients, rich guys, <laughs> want to hit you up for a night out, what do you got to do? Um, they can DM me. That's usually the, the most common thing. Or they just uh, they get my number and they reach out to me. Perfect. On your business account or your personal account? On my personal account. Person. Okay. Yeah. If you guys want to see a bunch of flyers and videos about nightlife, you can definitely go on my business account. That's all you're going to find. And his is Rodrigo underscore Miami. Miami. Did you remember what you were going to say? Or you still know? No, I'm still trying to remember. <laughs> it's probably really good. I feel like when you forget something is because Yeah, it's really no, it good. was really good. I was hyped to say it too. About Damn. Well, I don't remember, so what do you mean about I mean, we were, we're in the talking topic about of me protecting the girls and I'm yeah. making sure that they don't get hit on by oh, random Oh, okay, guys. yes, I remember. Have you ever gotten into a, a fight with mm. a guy that's been, you know, kind of maybe a little obnoxious or just drunk and so has I, no I usually I, he's a peacemaker i usually try to you know tell the person once or twice but after that i just grab the biggest security i can find near me and i tell them to get them out and that's it yeah, cause and I, the securities listen to, to this me. right if, if a girl yeah. let's say the girl doesn't no go they won't listen to to a, like you know obviously though if it's a, just a random girl saying hey get this guy out of here he's gonna ask what's the story but if something like me if somebody like me that i work there yeah. and i know what's going on i tell him hey we need to get this guy out of here he'll listen to me and you'll get the guy out i have this one story um not story well it is a story but a memory that sticks with me and it happened recently on new year's in winwood in this club or bar i don't even know what it's considered it's kind of a club um there was this guy with his girlfriend dancing whatever and i'm with my girls my boyfriend was also there like it was a group of us mm -hmm. and i feel someone touching my ass like legit like but not a not a, not a tap it was like a like, like a grab like grab? an fiu booty grab like, <laughs> like a grab, a quick grab? Little... yeah yeah and i i'm like looking around and i'm like who could it be i didn't expect this guy that was with this girl to be the yeah. one doing it so i'm like mm. and I, I i am the type of girl that dances in place i don't really like shift my feet right, I'm just, right, right. Like, bouncing and I feel it again. And I feel it again. The third time, I turn to my friend, and I'm like, are you grabbing my ass? Because I swear someone keeps grabbing. grabbing. And she was like, no. So she starts looking. Yo me hago la boba. Like, I'm distracted. Yeah. Like, whatever. Doing. And then she's like, bro, it's that guy. The guy with his <gasps> the girlfriend. The guy with the girlfriend. So she went up to the security, and she told the security, and the security started to, to keep it out. Yeah. They had to kick him out. And the girl defended him. He would never do that. I was like. You don't know who you're dealing oh with. You need to evaluate who you're with, who you're with yeah. and maybe open your eyes a little bit. Look down at your man's hands. Oh no, I've never had nothing. This guy like was legit grinding yeah, with no hands. Oh my god. So, you know, I always wonder like uh, that security was nice enough to escort him out. Yeah. And I did feel for the girl. The girl, whatever. Honestly, she, she was a funny him. I mean, sure, I've I'm seen sure some of the worst. I mean, yeah. I've seen security drag girls out of the club, you know, because the girls will fight with them and be like, no, and then they'll try to, yeah. you know, these are, these guys are massive. Yeah, so they don't yeah. really care if girls like hitting their arms. They're just like, all right, come on. And sometimes go. the girls, I mean, they could be angry drunks. So they're fighting within yeah. each other and you have to like pull them all out. 
Is it is it the relationship you guys have the promoters with the security good? Like, is it like a team thing or? Yeah, we we try to keep it try to keep it a team, and we try to always, you know, agree with each other. Yeah, he claps them all up going in. How about the promoters with promoters? Like, <laughs> gotta you make sure they got your back in, they, in case something breaks out, fight breaks out. It's you true. you want the security like, on, on your, your side, side yeah. not on the other guy's side. Do, does it ever? Do you guys have like bad blood between promoters, like different companies, or you all get all along? the time? All the time. Really, between the time. different companies, not the same company. There's right? sometimes bad blood within the same company and, and outside of the company. Where does that stem from? Why? Um, they want to bring them more people. Yeah. Egos. Sometimes you know they'll f- promoters will fight over girls. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they'll fight over clients. Um, so where do you see yourself in? I'll say like five years in the future. Hopefully, not working at the club and retired from nightlife. But after doing this for such a long time, I feel like anybody that really likes this industry can uh, benefit and make it a career out of it. Love that. How do you even make that a career? Like, where do you start? You would start by reaching out to somebody like me. And then, you know, we show you the ropes. We teach you what you got to do, how you can make more money, things that you should do and shouldn't do at the club. And uh, just, you know, take it one day at a time. Love that. And you're hiring right now or your team is full for now? Always hiring. Always hiring. We're always Guys, hiring, listen baby. up. Always hiring, okay? We're always hiring. Good. Do you think it'll ever get easier for the girls that have a hard time getting into the club? Miami. They probably won't, right? I don't think so. No. Just like on Sunday. I don't want to name places, but I'll tell you like later on after camera. I went to, I went with Kathy and some other friends. And we're going, you know, Sunday, there's very few places. So you can imagine which one was, were open on Sundays, right? by where you used to live and and they didn't let them in because they were wearing sneakers but it's bs because i had been there in that place before with sneakers so possibly I think holding somebody's hand while you walked in no it was we were three girls okay. it was three girls but like the discrim- it goes back to the discrim- like being mean and expecting people in like higher quality to go in it goes back to quality over quantity yeah it, at the end of the day it comes down to the doorman and the doorman has the final say. and Who's telling them what to say, though? Who gives them the rules? The owner. The, the owner. The owners. We're coming yeah. for you. Owners, yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, you know, they tell them that's what they have the job. They have to upkeep, you know. Yeah, the, the image of the image whoever's of the, inside. Of the, venue. of the venue. They do bend those rules sometimes. And it just, it's a case by case, unfortunately. But Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get lucky. There's Sunday times night. where I've gotten rejected before. I won't name the place, but uh, <laughs> it's happened before. Like, do you not know who I am? It is, it is I very threw common. a huge fit and I ended up getting in anyways, but I did feel a little You're like fire the guy rejected in the front. for those 10, 15 minutes that I had to wait outside for somebody else to tell the doorman that I was okay to go in. Yeah. You know, it kind of sucks. That I think sucks. that at this point, it's something that has happened to at least everyone. everyone. It's, to everyone it's at least had once. to at least happen to everybody. Yeah. 100%. And it's never a good feeling. First time no it happened what. to me was in London. I was abroad. I was. It was when I was younger, I traveled, and I didn't know any better. I was in nightlife. I was like, this is going to be so easy. I'm just going to dress in all black. I'm going to pull up, and I'm going to get in. Wrong. I pulled up. They looked at me up and down. They're like, you're not dressed up correctly. Wow. I was like, I'm wearing like a nice thing and everything. Yeah. like, nope. And you probably were dressed up the same as like every other guy in there. Yeah. And then the next guy next to me got in. All he did was you know, say hi to the doorman. He knew him. Walked right in. Said, hey, you know. Can we get in? He said, no, you need to buy a table. I was like, it's just two of us. Oh, that's fine. 1500 minimum for the two of us. And at the time, I was in college, so I wasn't really making that much money back then. Yeah. So $1,500 wow. for two people was a lot. a lot of money. Especially abroad, like I would think it would be cheaper. 
Yeah. Not no, in London. Well, no, London, London is expensive. London, London, London is, expensive? is so expensive. Oh, no. I think London is the most expensive city I've ever been to. It is. Even yeah. more than Dubai. And in Dubai Europe. was expensive. More than Dubai? Mm-hmm. It's up there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to go and have, like, quality fish and chips, <laughs> you'd have to have that quality $45. <laughs> Plus tax and gratuity. And that doesn't include the beer. Even when you when you when it's euros, like when you do when you convert oh you're asking it. too much. I don't know the oh, conversion. Oh yeah, I don't know the that. conversion. Because <laughs> that's something important to keep in mind when you're abroad. It's you converting the money. It's different. Yeah. It's it's close. That's close. Yeah. Mm. All right, guys. I think that's all what we have for this week's episode, right? Which Eileen? is such a special and <laughs> it is going down history <laughs> full week. <laughs> we should be at a pool party but you didn't come in no it's okay we're we're gonna have this always the next time you're not like going into the world that i need you to go in this year listen i don't have enough energy you need to take advantage as long as i have energy to go out take advantage of that you're right right. and plus we have him now i can almost guarantee you 100 (laughs) percent jennifer will be at an sls pool party the next week i think so he will be getting a text from me sometime next week it's coming she's drafting it it happens every year every year at the beginning of the week hey rod How's it going? Do we have space for maybe like Diplo at Saturday at SLS pool party? Diplo, Honestly, but Diplo. last year I feel like I planned it way ahead of time. Like she I was did, hitting up did. like two months before. She did. I had mad anxiety. We talked about yeah, this yeah, in yeah. the last episode. But this year, I, I, my mind is just somewhere else. So like we'll figure it out eventually. There's just a lot going on That's as you get lot. older. It's and a lot going on. Sure. Life just gets so fast and mm-hmm. you forget about planning things it gets hard. It gets harder yeah. to plan. So sure. we're like, ah, eh, we'll get you it also, some way somehow. You also lose connections. Like friends start, you know, moving on exactly. in life, or and like, you well, don't have working. To go out they with. get married or have kids yeah. or move across you country. Angie has a boyfriend this year. My other friend is like working, so it's like it never who's going to go out with me? Fits in, you know. Yeah, it's, it's it's like rare when it does. It's time to go out and network. Yeah, and meet these sure girls. Is. We will. We will. It's going to be an eventful week. Well done. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. I was going to say watching, watching or listening. Rod, thank you so much for thank being you for here today. For being, being here, the first being male here today guest. in your house. I feel honored. <laughs> for being our first male guest. I'll be back whenever you and, guys And for being oh, yeah. so open about talking about this because yeah. it is a hard topic to talk about sometimes and a lot of people aren't as transparent as you've been. Especially so. for promoters. I feel like we really don't get much of an insight of what the life is like or you just like the industry of it all. What the role even is. What the role even is. So we, we learned a lot today and I hope a lot of people are going to learn too. If you guys are looking for a job or looking for a guest list for dinner parties or a club a he is the time. man night out or you can find his instagram at rodrigo underscore miami make sure to find us on social media as well at confess it baby podcast tiktok instagram spotify apple make sure to leave us some reviews five star ratings please keep sharing keep sharing and yeah just connect with us until next time guys stay See safe if you're going out.